1: You are listening to book club babes let's get
0: into it hello
1: bonjour.
0: Ça va bien bonjour oh my god so when we were in quebec like we had to take many so i just got back from yes marty and i drove out east yes marty and i yes. drove to the east coast of canada very exciting but you have to drive through quebec obviously And they all speak French there. And when you go in, because I don't speak French at all. So when you go in, you're like, hello. And then they're like, hello. And you can tell that they're kind of like, oh, this fucking English (laughs) speaker. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Mariana felt very ignorant, like not being able to speak French. But we stopped at one of the gas stations and to go pee. And I was going in, and there was an older gentleman behind me. So I opened the door. And I said "Après vous," because that's just like what you say. Totally not even thinking that he just responded to me in French. Like he said something to me and looked at me expectantly, and I was like, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> "Like bye, we, we,
1: we, we, Monsieur." I
0: fucked that one up. I shouldn't have spoke French to a Frenchman. Like Jesus. <laughs>
1: Oui, oui, monsieur, ça va bien aujourd'hui avec fromage, et les est-ce poissons. Est-ce
0: que je peux aller toilette, s'il vous plaît?
1: Dans la bibliothèque.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so needless to say. Also, when we were leaving our hotel um, from Quebec to head home, they had a waffle maker, and I really wanted to make waffles, but all the instructions were in French. <laughs> I couldn't read them. Well, how? Anyway, can what have you been up to? Oh. Oh, I've just been watching heart, this, heart, cute heart. Little, this cute little puppy. Oh
1: my gosh. I had Ruby. I did get to watch Ruby and it was so sweet. She kept you awake with her stinky butt. Yeah, she's snoozing and tooting. That's did her she MO.
0: Sleep- she slept near your face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was
1: oh. stinky at first, but then I, I think I got used to the smell.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think you get used to her, her, uh,
1: odors, her odor, oh, oh, her oh, perfume. Eau
0: de, eau de Roubaix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's a
1: stinky oh, girl. That's
0: cute though.
1: Cutie. She's cutie. But other than that, I have not done a thing. I did a puzzle. I oh, did yeah, a puzzle.
0: You did, you did a big old puzzle. It was beautiful. It's like, what is it? But flowers? But botanicals? It's like plant, plant, house plants, house plants, plants. Blue was Wait, a good mod podge that
1: mod podge it, but what if somebody else wants to do it?
0: But how long did it take you? Uh, like a day, you're really fast.
1: Justin helped in parts,
0: that's cute. Halifax, I we got a little drunk and then I ordered, I've So I don't know if you remember, but when we were in high school, I had a pair of Velcro Vans. They were burgundy. Yes, I do remember them. I fucking love those shoes. Like I wore the shit out of them. And so I was, I randomly just had like a brain memory the other day and was like, I wonder if they still have Velcro Vans. So I look it up. Recovered thoughts. Yeah. Recovered memories. And of course they do. And I have wanted like a pair since I had to throw those old ones out. Like I love them. And so I had been thinking about them, but they were like 50 bucks, which I just, I don't know. I didn't need them. You know, I've got like so many shoot, like so many bands. So I'm like, (laughs) I don't need them. But then we got drunk in Halifax and I was like, I'm going to order them. (laughs) So I ordered them and they arrived today and I love them.
1: (laughs) Hell yes. Uh, Sometimes
0: you just need some liquid, some liquid. Encouragement. Encouragement. Yes, exactly. I yeah, was gonna say courage, yeah. but it's not courage.
1: <laughs> no, encouragement.
0: Well, um, what about you? Well, we we listened to um Dave Grohl's book on the way. Oh, cool. Home.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Called, like
0: storyteller or something. Mm-hmm. It was very good. I feel like I don't actually need to say the title because everybody knows what it is, but The Storyteller Tales of Life and Music by Dave Grohl. And he narrated it. I was he narrated gonna ask. it yeah himself and so mm-hmm. at first I was excited when I saw that and then we started listening and I was like Marty I because that's his first audiobook I'm like I don't know how to tell you how lucky you are that Dave Grohl is an amazing narrator like this is a wonderful first audiobook experience for you Marty I don't think he understood like the gravity of it but the gravity it was, of
1: the situation
0: <laughs> yeah it was lovely and he oh, yeah. killed it like I don't know I don't know how he, like, like, it's almost like he could narrate, like he could just be a narrator.
1: He's a jack of all trades. He is a very talented yeah,
0: he man. Is. He is. I never really like, I'm, I don't know. I'm not like a huge Dave girl fan or whatever, but like mm-hmm. after reading, after listening to the book, kind of like swoony, like kind of like, he's, ooh.
1: he's kind of a babe too. He's
0: kind of a babe. Yeah. Yeah. He's a babe. And yeah, other than that, I finished the trauma cleaner was good. And I started reading, what's the matter? I feel like I
1: had something to mention about that. I don't know. the
0: trauma cleaner? Yeah. It was a book in, with the way that I thought that it would be more about the cleaning, but it was Mm -hmm. actually more about the cleaner. Mm -hmm. It had a very touching ending, but it wasn't, I guess it just wasn't what I expected going into it. So I finished it, but if I had known, I might not have, you know what I mean? Thought it'd be yeah, like go clean mm-hmm. co for trauma cleaning. <laughs> Hot water, tide, and bleach. Yeah, right. Let's <laughs> no problem. Double the bleach. I got,
1: I got just the solution.
0: Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I'm reading a book called The Chain now, which is like a scary book.
1: A scary book, you said?
0: Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. scary. Mm-hmm. by adrian mckinty okay I, just, I don't know i just you need a you need it. a good spook
1: you need a good spook a good creep
0: yeah, yeah good creepy creepo tell me nice. what are you reading i don't even know
1: well i feel like i'm just a boring billy <laughs> boring brenda
0: <laughs> boring brenda <gasps> yeah why? why because i'm still reading
1: all adults here which was kind of slow at first, but now it's picking up. So it's oh, okay. better. But also, like, I was planning to read this long past long weekend, but then I did the puzzle instead and then listened to a lot of podcasts instead. Tell me
0: about your podcasts. That's oh, I fun. finally you were podcasting and puzzling.
1: Puzzling, yeah. The two yes. Ps. Oh, and yeah.
0: pups, pu- three Ps podcast, P- puzzle, pups.
1: Yes. Four yes. Ps,
0: pop. You probably had a DC with you, didn't you? I
1: did have a pop at the same time, the four P's of Chantel. Okay,
0: so tell me.
1: Okay, so I'm just late to the party. I just was listening to all the seasons of Helen Gone. That's all.
0: What is that? Oh, oh, you've never
1: heard of Helen Gone? The only thing is I hate about iHeartRadio podcasts is how many fucking ads there are on their fucking oh, yeah. podcast. It's so irritating. But anyways, Helen gone is they just have, uh, Hold on.
0: Uh, okay. Does I does iheart Radio, they have like their own podcast like they want you to pay for it or whatever. Yeah. Sorry, that's ads. why.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Brutal. Brutes, totes brutes. Um <laughs> so yeah, it's just Helen gone is just about people who so there's seasons. So there's four seasons. Uh, And like the first season is about somebody from her like hometown who her best friends is sisters with, uh, or her sister is friends with, and she, um, died. And so they're trying to figure out who murdered her essentially. Is it real? It's real. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. It's real.
0: That's got like a night swim vibe to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to figure out who, who killed her. Because it's like yeah. fourteen years gone. She's been gone. Do for they 14 figure years.
0: it out?
1: Not at the end of the season, but there is a bonus episode where there is a conclusion. Developments. 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 Yeah. Yeah.
0: Dang. All right. I for once, for once, I would love to listen to a true crime podcast where they figure it out. <laughs> I wanted like a podcast because when I'm working, sometimes I want to like half listen. So I wanted just like a throwaway podcast. You know what I mean? Something that like each episode is different and I'm not committed to it or whatever. So I started listening to This Is Actually Happening. It's a Wondery podcast and it's crazy. It's like hour long episodes where somebody just tells like an unbelievable story that happened to them.
1: Whoa. And it has like all
0: different sorts of ranges of like it doesn't it's not just like murder or anything like that obviously there's like all sorts of different ranges and stuff cool that's cool
1: yeah okay tell me what okay we've got one new babe their name is emily hello emily welcome to the club (laughs)
0: what's that um that song emily uh you know
1: oh uh, yeah no one in the world like Emily (laughs) Emily
0: (laughs) yes that one from first to last from first to last yeah hey Emily that song is for you (laughs)
1: yeah there's no one in the world like you
0: Emily um
1: and also there's something else you want to announce that's exciting maybe that what we're reading next month
0: oh okay I was like there is <laughs> yeah what maybe it's guess, news to me too
1: <laughs> guess what
0: drum roll please can you put a drum roll in there <laughs> we are going Perfect. to read the oceanography of the moon by Glendy Vandera and I am so pumped
1: I'm pumped too good choice good choice
0: We actually had a few people message us when we posted that up on Instagram being like, yeah, good one.
1: Sweet. Can't wait to read it with all y'all. We're
0: going to read the shit out of that book.
1: Yeah. So we talk about (laughs) this book then? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was funny when you were texting me. So when you texted me, I thought that you were saying like to me, like, you're like I just just want to know the plan plan. and Mm -hmm. I was like oh okay well like I'm probably gonna be pretty tired so I don't think I'm gonna want to record but I didn't respond and then you're like in the book and I was like okay as soon
1: as I sent that I was like shit she's gonna think that I'm being like aggressive and that's not me I just want to know what's (laughs) going on in the book
0: (laughs) I mean I'm all here for it like I understand that you want to know the plan I want to know plans too just the way that you said it. And I was like, okay, okay. And then I was like, oh the shoot, I
1: need to clarify it. I need to clarify this. <laughs> I need funny. to know the plan. <laughs> Oops.
0: So yeah, I want to know what the plan is too. Mm-hmm. I got a little, I got a little idea, but.
1: Oh, I can't wait to hear your idea. Cause you never usually mention what your uh, little ideas are.
0: Cause I rarely have an idea. I mean, oh. it's not, it's, it's really basic. I just, I feel like it's going to end. Okay. In favor of Molly.
1: Hopefully. I'm like
0: Mr. Preston stepping Mm -hmm. up and in Mm -hmm. finally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Okay.
1: We're reading chapters 15 to 20. Mm -hmm. So like read them or whatever.
0: (laughs) Or don't. Or don't. (laughs) (laughs) Or don't. Or do. Or read just one. Or read half and just let us tell you the other half Or. This is true. Yeah. Listen to the audiobook in one sitting and come back to hear our commentary on it. Like whatever is your vibe.
1: Whatever, whatever your vibe, whatever your mind. And if you don't want
0: to listen to us, then don't. Fine. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Fine. Get out of here then. (laughs) We just want to know the plan. Okay. So just tell us the plan. What's the plan? It is Thursday and Molly is having a freaking nightmare again she in the nightmare she can't keep up with her work there's dirt and blood everywhere the serpent details on the hotel's staircase have come to life and hello symbolism they've turned into cheryl mr snow wilbur the tattooed hoodlums mr rosso detective stark rodney giselle and then mr black so, like, yeah, those are obviously all the snakes in her life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how come Graner, mm-hmm. and Mr. Preston isn't there? Because they ain't snakes, Exactly. Bitch.
1: They ain't snakes.
0: So her, like, subconscious knows, right? hmm Hopefully. Anyway.
1: Hopefully. So, she figured that out. Yeah. Fuck.
0: So someone is knocking on her door, and her immediate reaction is that it's Mr. Ro- Rosso with the receipt that she had from the rent that she had paid. So she goes and answers the door, and lo and behold, it is a, a singogram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Molly,
1: you're going to jail today. Have you a are great arrested?
0: Day. <laughs> it is not. It is the police and Detective Stark. And she is under arrest for quote unlawful possession of a firearm possession of drugs and just a little touch of first degree murder just like a little touch of that
1: (laughs) just a nice little rounded out combo there
0: (laughs) Uh, um so she passes out which is rightfully so um and she wakes up in a holding cell so stark ends up bringing her back to the questioning room what is that called I couldn't remember what it was
1: interrogation room interrogation
0: room room. okay I'm like I struggled really hard like questioning room
1: the questioning (laughs) room
0: whatever only questions asked no only questions like you have to respond in a question have you seen when they do that on um whose line is it anyway where it has to be yes
1: oh my god (laughs) and it's so
0: much harder than you
1: (laughs) that show is so good how
0: are you how are you? It'd be so hard <laughs> to do that. I'd
1: just okay. repeat the other person.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh. just back at them, but with a funny face. Yeah. <laughs> do you like pineapples?
1: Do you like pineapples?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they're in the questioning room. Detective Stark tells her that the autopsy report on Mr. Black came back and he died from asphyxiation so he was choked that
1: guy uh, out
0: ch- choked out yeah which i mean like i'm guessing that you also assume that that was probably the case based on the
1: petechial eyeball. hemorrhaging
0: yeah the eyeball haps so here we go confirmation so the detective is annoyed because molly isn't reacting the way she would have expected after being accused of murdering man with a pillow um she tells her that she did consider past tense. I made note of that Giselle, a friend. Um, and she was sorry for not making that entirely, entirely clear before. And Giselle told Stark that Molly would steal from Mr. Black's wallet, which really sucks because mm-hmm. she never did. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's, she would never do that. So
1: no, no, I didn't.
0: So clearly a picture is being painted of molly by these snakes
1: yes snakes. did you see
0: the snake that i posted on instagram it's from halifax yeah he and kept gus following marty yeah gus but he kept following marty i think he can speak that snake
1: parcel answer. tongue
0: parcel tongue yeah i think marty was talking to him because he would literally go like he was going up and towards marty and i'm like what am i Am I chopped litter? I was, like, looking at his face and he turned around to go to the other side to look at Marty. Like, Whoa,
1: fine. Whoa. That's pretty cool.
0: I guess That'd so, be pretty cool. I wanted, I wanted to speak the person part- to the sneak.
1: Then you yeah. had to go <sighs> I
0: was trying to take his picture. Maybe he's like no new friends, please.
1: <laughs> Bye. No pictures here.
0: No pictures here. $10 a picture. Okay. So then detective stark says her fellow employees describe her as weird and worse cool Mm -hmm. um they also say that they can picture her killing someone and also cheryl followed her to the pawn shop and they found mr rings mr black's ring there cool cool cool. that that doesn't look too good for molly Mm -mm. it's like not the greatest no um she asked if they talked to Juan Manuel, and Stark asked why would they talk to him. So he, they're like, "What? What? That's weird." But she's like, "He would have given me a good reference." <laughs> um, Rodney said that Molly is quote more than capable of murder. So fuck him. We always knew he was worse. Fuck Rodney. Confirmed. Confirmed. Um. Turns out that the drug possession charge there is because her maid cart tested positive for traces of cocaine. So Juan I mean, Manuel's overnight bag <laughs> was exactly what we thought it was. Yes, yes, yes. Oh,
1: it wasn't powdered that... donuts that she was cleaning up oh, all that time. God. Oh my Who god!
0: Who eats powdered donuts without a napkin? Jesus. Honestly,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. They think that the detectives think that Giselle introduced Molly to Mr. Black and that she helped him hide the, and I quote, lucrative drug operation he was running through the hotel, end quote, which seems like something Molly would do, no? Like, that's right up her alley.
1: (laughs) Seems exactly to match her personality. Definitely. Fuck,
0: fuck. Okay, so then Stark says that she can do this the easy way, where Molly admits guilt, or the hard way. And Molly has a flashback to Nights Watching Columbo with her grand, and she realizes that she's going to ask for a phone call and a lawyer. So, mm-hmm. Detective Stark is clearly pissed because Whoa. she didn't see that I coming. Will. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so funny, it's like it's someone's legal, right? Like why yeah. would you just anticipate that they're going to ask for that?
1: I feel like it seems so obvious that Molly is different from other people too. Like you're just going to mm-hmm. use that fact just like everybody else has. And which is why she's ended up in the situation where the police are supposed to help people who are vulnerable. Right. It's just, right. anyways.
0: totally. That's my like, pet peeve. We, we have been seeing how detective Stark is frustrated with molly based on how she reacts to things and how slow she is with her responses and how literal she takes things and that like her reaction has been frustration but it's interesting that she wouldn't be like you're different yeah why Like you you process things differently yeah yeah instead of instead of just thinking that she's being difficult or mm-hmm. you know i don't know It's yeah. just i yeah. feel like when you interact with someone who has different like social tendencies you can pick up on it mm-hmm. and like alter how you react with them knowing that they're going to take away like kind of like how giselle would talk with molly right like yeah. she knew yeah so she even though giselle seems like she sucks but anyway yeah. it sucks they're all preying on her and it sucks mm-hmm. um she gets her phone call and she gives Mr. Preston a ring a ding ding. He gives, gives her a dingle. Him, gives him a dingle. And she tells him that she's been arrested for murder and could really use his help.
1: <laughs> sorry to bother you, but.
0: <laughs> sorry to bother you. Imagine. I feel like that's what you'd do. You'd I would do, do that. Kaylin, um, sorry to bother you, but I've been arrested for murder. Um so sorry to bother you. I know it's like 3 p.m. on a Saturday. (laughs) I'm so sorry.
1: (laughs) That literally would be me.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Call her a picture because she's being framed, everybody. Hey oh,
0: did you think of that and write it down? I
1: thought of that while you were talking, and I Damn, had to say it. Damn, girl! Damn, girl! <laughs> <laughs> and shit. Mr. Preston and Charlotte shows up, um, which is Mr. Preston's daughter, who is also a lawyer, which is convenient. What? Fuck yes, Charlotte. You the bomb. You the bomb. Um, she literally tells off do- uh, Detective Stark. She's trying to be like, Um, she's just essentially schooling her in all things legal terms and Mm -hmm. legal jargon which is awesome we also find out that um, Charlotte is going to post the bail for Molly so that she can at least get out and hopefully be be released later that afternoon and she set up a bail here $800,000 she's got that moolah she's got that moolah
0: that lawyer money that
1: lawyer money um, she even says
0: that to the detective where the detective's like I don't think a maid's salary can pay that and she's I, like, yes. I don't think a detective's salary could pay it either but I'm a lawyer so I can pay it <laughs> like, yes, yes yes
1: I just loved her retorts were so good back at yeah. Do- detective stark it was yeah. awesome yeah. um so she does get um, granted this bail hearing um, and I can feel her pain about the pajamas in public I would be mortified oh, yeah,
0: that sucks. <laughs> um, and they're her grand PJs yeah they're her
1: grands you can take your teapots and go home oh. yeah that was um, so she's being escorted into court um, but she's having a bit of a fantasy about walking down the aisle as a bride but I'm assuming she's thinking about walking down the aisle to Rodney, which is kind of like, girl, give it up.
0: How, how can you not? <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. Um, So she's just been, I guess, Charlotte, for some reason, can't be the lawyer during this. There's, I, I don't understand the whole legal thing. So she's been appointed somebody. Um, she feels like um, she needs to speak up for herself and she does she speaks and she kind of just goes on this a little bit of a diatribe to the judge kind of pleading her case and explaining her personality a little bit more where we get a little bit of a clear understanding of molly and so does the judge mm-hmm. um detective stark continues to install insult molly in front of everybody and um she first so when she does speak up, she first apologizes for her, um, appearance and then yeah, explains Mm -hmm. her personality. Uh, the grant, uh, the judge then grants her bail. She's free to go as long as she doesn't skip town or anything like Mm -hmm. that. So Mm -hmm. she's gets to go home to her apartment, which I'm sure would be a relief. She also
0: tells the judge that she doesn't know how to leave the country and she would be afraid that she would make a fool of herself if she she did
1: did. I tried yes exactly (laughs) she's and I also love how the judge kind of like stuck up for her and kind of gave also gave detectives I keep wanting to call her Dr. Stark but it's detective Stark Wrong.
0: wrong wrong
1: um kind of was like we all are making like bad choices or something like that like Maybe we won't waste other people's time or something like that. He, he said, made a comment to her. Yeah,
0: he said, "I'd hate for anyone here today to make a fool of themselves." Yes, Detective Stark. Detective
1: Stark. Yes, which. Yeah, I, I also love really judges.
0: loved how Molly thinks that the judge looks like a Brazilian horned frog. <laughs> I wrote it's that just down like I didn't say it but yes <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <It's> so funny <laughs> yeah <but laughs> oh my god um okay so Molly is in Charlotte's car now and it's some it's a fancy car she doesn't know what it is she thinks it might it's be a uh, little, little, little Mercedes but she's not Mer- sure Mercedes. Merc- Merc- is cute Mercade Merc mercedes mercedes Merc, um. Merc- Bands <laughs> So Mr. Preston is also in the car and they are taking Molly home. Mr. Mm. Preston tells her that Charlotte will help her pro bono, which is very nice. Um, yes. Judge Wright I, was. I love oh, how he
1: like reassures her and says, I love how he says tickety boo. I just have to say that.
0: <laughs> Did he Everything say Everything will be
1: tickety boo. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so grand, right? Aww. Yeah. Yeah um so judge wright was in no rush to release molly's name to the press which mm-hmm. is nice for molly because yes, he thinks yep. that stark is chasing the wrong fox um box no then mr preston tells molly that had asked him to look out for her before she passed which was very cute and i have a teary emoji so i'm guessing it made me tear up <laughs> Um, Mr. Rosso is mad at Molly for the police being at the apartment complex and arresting her. And he says he's going to evict her. Obviously, Charlotte steps in and she's like, um, let me just say your apartment's more than five stories. You don't have a working elevator. Blah, 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 blah. She points. Let at me the count the ways. <laughs> yeah, let me count the ways. <laughs> uh, she points at all the infractions with the apartment and tells him to leave Molly alone. And he does, which is great. Okay, bye. Um, yeah. Honestly, you'd be like, "Well, you're not wrong." <laughs> Fuck. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you even say to that? The heck. Um, they go into Molly's apartment. She tells Charlotte and Mister Preston everything. She tells them about Giselle and Rodney and Juan Manuel, and we also find out that. Juan Manuel is quote being forced to cut drugs every night in the hotel which really sucks Mm -hmm. and Charlotte then says to Molly I'm sorry to say it Molly but you've also been working as a mule Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's been shifting that drug from place to place unknowing
1: (laughs) after they decide that obviously they need concrete proof of what's actually happening to prove molly's innocence Mm -hmm. so they've reached out to one manual and um they are hope because he holds essentially the clues that they need um and they're waiting on him and waiting and so they feel like that he's maybe not going to show or get like spooked and not show up she even mentions like Molly even mentions, maybe I should just call Rodney. And this is all a misunderstanding
0: worst. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Worst.
1: Yes. But then Charlotte says like, no, he is a bad apple. Like, this is what I've looked up. I've looked him up already gave, gave her the facts, which I think helps Molly Mm -hmm. tremendously. Um, Mm -hmm. We find out that he was kicked out at 15. He has a long list of theft, assault, and drug charges. And if we spook him, he'll just disappear, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but thankfully, Juan Manuel shows up and he is apologetic, essentially just, I never chose this. I'm in too deep. And they've mm-hmm. made Molly part of this, too, in a roundabout way. Um, they're both scared that they're in, in a lot of danger. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I feel so bad for both of them that they're just two people that are their circumstances. Just, I just feel bad when people get taken advantage of because of their poorer circumstances. Yeah,
0: I totally agree. And it kind of show, I love the scene where, I don't know if you're going to talk about it, but when he comes into the house, into Molly's mm-hmm. home yeah, and says, he's going to take his shirt, his shoes off because they're dirty. And yeah. when she goes to to wipe them, he takes the cloth from her and says, "My shoes, my job." Like, yeah, I've never wiped my shoes. No, like I don't not. know if that's yeah. maybe something that's normal. And mm-hmm. I just don't know about it. But it's cute that like they could share that. Yes, like they're both made just them- innocent people. Yeah, right? mm-hmm.
1: it kind of put them onto the same level, and maybe yeah. in Molly's head, it made her feel like maybe she wasn't so alone or
0: yeah, out totally. there. Totally.
1: Um yeah. So we find out that how Rodney dragged um Juan into oh, this. Oh. It was awful. So indeed his um his work permit did expire, but Rodney told him he could he has a guy for that. So I
0: hate it. Aww. Yes.
1: This lawyer friend, quote unquote, of Rodney's. Says, I'll help you out. Give me all your money and I'll get you a new permit. So he takes the money, but no permit comes. Rodney is like, what the heck? My guy will fix anything. But first you got to scratch my back and I'll scratch yours.
0: Oh, if you hear, if anybody ever says that phrase to you, you got to run. There is no back scratching, none, Mm -mm. zero back scratching. You do not scratch someone else's back.
1: Don't say (laughs) They sell those at the store. Get your own.
0: Yeah. See, I want a fucking massage, not a back scratch. So <laughs> <bye>. <laughs> I'll just go pay for a massage. Jesus. <laughs> yeah.
1: So essentially every night there's a bag waiting for Rodney or sorry, there's a bag waiting for Juan Manuel with Rodney's drugs in it. And he will, he threatens him by um, saying that he'll kill his family if he doesn't do what Rodney says. um they ask um the question if rodney was working for mr black Mm -hmm. Hmm. Mm -hmm. and rodney thinks that juan manuel doesn't understand english but he does so jokes on him Mm -hmm. and they would set up meetings um to give him mr black the money
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: um, if they were having slow nights Rodney would get punished too so those marks on Juan Manuel's wrists from earlier were actually him being punished which is sad so it is Rodney's sad, but
0: then we find out that Rodney yes is being punished by the yes.
1: yes exactly so Rodney's not even so the, the top
0: apple is not followed yes.
1: Molly's like they Molly and um Giselle and Rodney don't know each other. And Juan's like, mm, I think that's not the truth. I've got a mm-hmm. little, I caught them in the act.
0: He gets all gossip girl. Like, Hey, yeah. Check XOXO. <laughs> XOXO Rod- JM.
1: <laughs> Juan caught them K-I-S-S-I-N-G. He caught them kissing. Yikes. Yikes.
0: And he took a photo. So, he had the wherewithal yeah, to
1: take a photo. <laughs> he snapped a little snapshot gossip girl style. And so he has the proof, but they need a little bit more, obviously like that. That is a really Mm -hmm. good, Charlotte's like, text me that right now. Um, But yeah, so um, they still need to find proof that one of them killed him. um, And Molly's still adamant that Giselle didn't do it. Um, And yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that it was strange that Molly stood up for Giselle still even Mm -hmm. though she's wavering on her friendship. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: anyways, and then that chapter ends with Mr. Preston saying, we need to come up with a plan to outsmart the fox.
0: Mm -hmm. This was a good little split because of the suspense, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. So everyone in the room, Charlotte, Mr. Preston, Juan Manuel, not Molly, but they all believe that Molly can do this. They mm-hmm. have practiced with her. They have played out different scenarios with her. They're like, "Girl, you got this." Molly feels like Columbo. <laughs> I fucking love that.
1: W W C D and <laughs> what would Columbo do?
0: What would Columbo do? <laughs> feels like Columbo and they have put together a trap, a mouse trap for it's the tra- mouse, the rat. Rodney garbage they text Rodney from Molly's phone to meet up guess who agreed he tells her that they're gonna meet at the the OG and they're like what does that stand for original gangster (laughs) and Molly's like Olive Garden rude I hate that he's kind of ruining her fave spot you know
1: yeah that's sucky I hope she can take that back from him at the end
0: me too me too um and then Juan Manuel is very sweet towards Molly and it's very cute and I can see Mm -hmm. a little friendship budding there or Mm -hmm. maybe more Mm -hmm. um but I just like that they're there for each other because they are both in molasses and they cannot they in doo-doo
1: they in deep Mm -hmm. Mm doo-doo
0: um and that chapter ends with her walking out the door to meet Rodney
1: she's on her way to the OG oh my goodness
0: <laughs> to see the original gangsta yeah so Ooh,
1: what are you thinking what's your thinker
0: I think that they're I think that they're probably gonna like record him mm. and she's gonna be just herself and ask him questions and Rodney's gonna think she's so stupid that he can mm-hmm. just say stuff and he's probably just gonna say something to her and
1: that's mm-hmm.
0: Gonna be, it. maybe He's, she'll show him a yeah. photo of him and Giselle or something.
1: Like, mm-hmm. true, I true. I don't
0: know. No, no, that's good. What do you think?
1: That's good. I'm hoping, I'm wishfully thinking that obviously they catch the whole break the case wide open, the whole scheme, the whole nefarious activity at the hotel goings on. I hope they crack that wide open, obviously, but I hope because Mr. Preston said, didn't your grand leave you a sizable Mm -hmm. sum? And -hmm. she said, oh, it's just been like, she kind of passed it, like passing thought kind of, oh, it's been Mm -hmm. flittered away or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that it comes back around and she says something to Mr. Preston and Charlotte and Charlotte goes and like, hey, give me that money back to that guy.
0: That would be sick. I don't. I don't know how like it would the work. Legalities behind yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But it would be amazing, and I would also love that. Yeah.
1: I hope that at least, if anything, that Charlotte and Mr. Preston mostly are more of a constant in her life afterwards. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah I agree. And maybe she gets out of that apartment complex. Like that would be a wish mm-hmm. for me for her, because mm-hmm. Mr. Yeah. Rosso is a dick. And yeah. I know that it's like Grand, Grand's apartment and the memories are there, but like it's all of her Grand's stuff. It's all mm-hmm. like she won't even go in her grandma's room. Mm-hmm. That's so like,
1: yeah, so sad. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It'd be nice True. for her to have her own her own stuff and own a stuff. fresh start. Yeah, a fucking fresh elevator. start on her own.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah, get you a building with an elevator, girl.
0: Hell yeah, we. I got an elevator oh. in my house.
1: Don't you? I do too. <laughs> Doesn't
0: if, everybody?
1: <laughs> if you don't have an elevator, are you even cool? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think so. Well, no. Up and down. One story. One story up and down. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, we're finishing the book next week.
1: Yeah, let's hear your theories in the book Tell club. Everything. Group.
0: Yeah, we're at a good spot to hear some theories. hmm Tell us what you will think. The Therese. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, au revoir. Oh Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Après vous. S'il vous plaît. Merci. so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at
1: bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time,
0: Bye. bye!